Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, Business in the Knowledge Economy. And we are here live at IPBC's Ignite 2016 in Richmond, Vancouver. And Ed, I'm honored we get to talk to your boss. Yeah, man, you know, this is, <laughs> you know, trying to reverse tables, not intimidating or anything. Yeah, but, no, you know, not at but all. Yeah. Ray, Ray is a great guy, so I'm, I'm anxious for you to interview him, and I'll just kind of chirp in whenever. Okay. <laughs> well, we're here with Ray Barlow, and he's the vice president of Sage Accountant System. And welcome, Ray, to the soul of enterprise. Thank you. Thanks and for having me. Off the top of my uh, head, I have to say thank you so much for sponsoring the show for the last couple of years. It's just been wonderful. It's awesome. I, I, I listen to the show. It's uh, on. I think Friday afternoons where I, where I where I am, and it's just great to just wind down Friday afternoon listening to you guys talk about things that are cool. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of wine, maybe. With yeah, a little bit of wine. That helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. Well, it's been a blast doing it with Ed. So, so Ray, tell, me, tell us about your background. Well, I've, I've been working with accounting and bookkeeping, accounting, accounting professionals for over 20 years now. I started um, way back in 2004 with Thompson, working in there with them. And, and I've, I've had the opportunity to work with Thompson, CCH, a uh, couple of years with Intuit now with Sage. So I, I think I've actually worked for the big four of accounting vendors. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. To say, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's been it. So my background has been all about uh, working with accounting professionals, and it's been uh, some of the most gratifying and fun I've ever had in business. And I, I wouldn't trade working with these folks for any other job. Yeah. And, and but you're not an accountant, right? You're not no, an accountant. No. But w- so why? Why accountants? Well, I, I think when you work with an in my experience over the years, uh, these are folks who are. Doing, making decisions, working with people who they trust. Um, they're a very trusted group, and when you when when they make a decision to to buy a product or service from you, uh, they really are committed to it, and and you're committed to them. You're both kind of on the same side of the table, if you will, because they're not professional buyers. You know, they're they're looking for things that can help their business. It's literally coming out of their pocket in most cases. The spend, you know, it's their partners in the firm making these decisions. So you you have I, I always felt a loyalty to get it right each and every time for them. And you know, I I, I get phone calls all the time from customers. I, I expect to get phone calls. Some are good. Sometimes it's not so good, mm-hmm. but I, I welcome those calls because it helps me understand what's really happening out there. So I, I just wouldn't, I, I, don't, I don't look forward to working with professional buyers or you know, uh, people who are responsible for, for handling those kinds of things. I like working with accountants and bookkeepers in and, and this profession because they are, they act, and then the uh, profession is changing. Mm. This is not your grandfather's accountant anymore. They're fun. They do fun things. They're fun to be with. They're fun to, they go to conferences and we have fun, but they work hard. And I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy all of that about working with the accounting professions. You just delivered a great uh, keynote here at the conference on the future, uh, the firm of the now, I think you call it. And I love that. So maybe we can talk about that. But just given your perspective, the accounting profession in the last 20 years, um, what do you see as the biggest challenges facing the accounting profession? It, it, I'd hate to say it's people, but it hits people. people. I mean, they, they still, uh, there's still a lot of folks who are not willing to make changes they need to make to get their firm ready now for what's happening out there. Technology's changing everything. And, and for those who are making the move, who are making the changes now, they're going to be much better prepared for what's happening in the future. I, I just see the landscape 
and technology the way it's moving if you're not if you're not making those changes now even to the extent where I, we talk to CIOs they are absolutely concerned about how technology is changing their profession as well and so i the biggest challenge is getting the um decision makers in the firm to make those decisions and then execute on those decisions um and especially with regard to um the trends that are impacting the profession today technology staffing um you know it's it's just it, a lot of them just don't want to do it they they just don't see a need right now and i and i and i i wonder what's going to happen you know you look at these companies that you thought were you know top companies in their respective industries and they're gone you know whether it's Radio Shack or, or any, or, you know, we, we've talked about, they're gone. They used to be here, they're gone, they didn't change. I don't see how the accounting profession could be any different. They are susceptible to the same things that can happen to those companies to them if they don't change. Right. You know, you, you talked about Daniel Susskind in your presentation and his book with his father, The Future of the Professions, and, and you quoted the line, and I love this line, the competition that kills you doesn't look like you. Um, would you say that those challenges that you just that you just uh, mentioned? Would you also say if you turn the coin over and looked at the opportunities that they're kind of the same? Yeah, I mean, there's we we I I was involved in a summit one a few years ago with the top twenty CIOs in the country, and we asked them to 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 determine a technology or a software application if they could build would revolutionize their business. And there was a, a table of folks that the solution they came up with was a, an app to do expenses, which <laughs> exists <laughs> already, but they didn't know it because they weren't looking outside the industry for those kinds of solutions. The opportunity for them is to stop looking inward, start looking outside the industry to find solutions to their prob problems. Outstanding. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's that, that's amazing stuff. So, uh, what are, what are your thoughts on on this conference here on, on IPBC? I, I you know these folks are so dedicated. I enjoy working with them. I enjoy talking to them. Uh, actually, uh, this isn't the first time I've come to IP, IPBC. Um, not the first time I've been to an industry conference, but the first time I've been here. And and I, I love this. I love their engagement level. I mean, I just did a presentation during lunch, and I, I actually expected uh, a lot more people not to stick around because, you know, I'm, i got to get things done back at work and got to make phone calls. But I was surprised not very many people left at all. So they oh. were totally engaged, wanted to hear what we had to say. And, 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 and I think that's what makes it worth coming to these kinds of conferences as a and we are, you know, one of the top sponsors here, so that makes it even better. Yep, great stuff. So our listeners know if you're hearing this right now, your speech is available on, in its entirety up on the Voice America website. So yep. That's, yep. that's that's great stuff. And it was it was it was fun. You really engaged the crowd pretty well. I liked your you know g giving away the tickets for everybody. <laughs> that was a smart <laughs> idea. I, I I thought, well, how can I engage them right away? Yeah. You know what? It was pretty easy answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff, fun stuff. You, you know, you were, you were talking about the Suskin book, The Future of the Professions, and you said you, we brought him out to Sage Summit, which was wonderful, having him there. He's kind of a pessimist about the long-term ramifications of all this technology, and I noticed you have Peg, you know, your new bot, accounting bot, which is really cool. Are you more of an optimist or a pessimist with respect to this technology? 
I'm an optimist. I think I think right now there may be just like any profession. You know, a long time ago, um, we used to have um, people who would file um, professional books, like tax research books. They were filers. They were they would come in and and put all the papers together. New uh, supplements would come okay. in, updates. That was their job. The that librarians. Was, yeah, yeah that, exactly. You know, all of that went away. But you know what? A lot of people found other things that they can do. There'll be some things that go away. Uh, some jobs may be different or go away. But I think there'll be a, a whole lot more opportunity uh, that we don't even see today. That we can't imagine. Yeah, that, yeah. Will, that will happen. And so I'm optimistic. I Look, I said it today, the accounting profession, very, very trusted profession, they just need to be more strategic advisors to their clients. Their clients are not going to leave them because of technology if they have that relationship. They're going to expect more from them because of technology in that relationship. Right. And, and just you brought up a fascinating term. I'd never heard it before. Touchless accounting. Touchless accounting. What yes. do you mean by that? You know, we're, we're working on um, solutions that, that allow um, the accounting system to work seamlessly with plugins, add-ons, you know, let's say you take a picture of a receipt and you send it into the system. We're looking for ways to automatically categorize it in the right place, and you don't have you don't have to touch your accounting system. You just let the the technology do check all the work. So, I mean, telling Peg to write add a fifty dollar check and that's it. You're exactly. <laughs> that that that's a classic example of touchless accounting. You're not even ever going to open up your accounting system. You're going to talk to Peg through instant messaging, and it's going to do all the work for you. A classic case of uh, what we're talking about. Outstanding. Well, Ray, as you know, I've got an exit question that I ask all people that I talk to, and you you you've actually answered this before, so we can compare answers. And you do not have to have the same person. It's totally up to you. Who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero so I'm, I'm actually I've been moved in a different direction since going to the Invictus games um, I had never been to the Invictus games before we went down in um, sept- no I guess it was earlier this year May or summer May. sometime yeah, early yeah. June yeah. yeah yeah and and I saw heroes everywhere people who are injured physically injured mentally and amazing people they, they, these are the heroes, the true heroes. I, I, I can't imagine anyone being more of a hero than, than those folks. The, the things that they do, the things that they've done, to get, the things that they've overcome to get where they are today, just an amazing thing. Well, quickly tell our audience again, what in the Invictus Games is made up of who? Who participates in that? So. It's, there are about 17 or 18 countries of, of veterans who were either injured physically or mentally in a war. And, and, and now they're competing in events like wheelchair basketball, uh, wheelchair rugby, tennis, swimming, um, all of these different events. Um, it's, it's amazing to watch. It really is. Wasn't Prince Harry there? Prince Harry is the, did, kind of the sponsor, sponsor of this whole again. thing. Did yeah. you get to meet him? I did. Uh, down-to-earth guy. Um, thought it was pretty cool. that He was there all the time. He didn't just make cameo appearances. You know, he was there all the time watching what was going on. He he takes an active role in it. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. You know, I guess now that he's like whatever si- sixth in line, but I, I, I think he's that kind of guy. I think he takes after clearly his mom yeah. in, in a yeah. lot of ways. So. I would agree. Yeah. 
So how can somebody get a hold of you, Ray? Well, you can reach me at uh, ray.barlow at sage.com. My office line is 678-280-5085. I'm on Twitter at rfbarlow. Um, You can catch me in all those places, LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> like savoir faire. Well, <laughs> thanks, thanks for thanks for being on the show, right? My really pleasure, guys. It. Thanks okay. for right. having me. Thanks.